Hey girlies. Hey girlies. Welcome back to the Real House Girlies pod. It is an absolute treat to be with you as always. I finally caught up to you and I now have hay fever. Welcome to spring, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I sneezed 17 times earlier. My face hurts. Yeah, it was pretty like unhinged too. It was like the poltergeist was coming to get me (laughs) while the sneezing was happening. I like a good sneeze, but when it's relentless, it's like pain. If you're a constant sinus problems girly like I am, you really just like learn to muffle and hide so that your real sinus issues aren't in public. But you're just letting it honk, baby. I'm chewing on those vowels. I'm eating. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good sneeze, but I hate hiccups because that like hurts. I also had those the other day. They're the worst. Oh my gosh, you had hiccups when we had a sleepover. And I was like, do do I do something? She was like, am I going to be able to sleep with your hiccups? Like, do you just want to go home? And I was like... Oh, okay. Like, like I'm sure. No, I promise they go away. <laughs> <laughs> this happens all the time. <laughs> poor me. Poor Serious. me. I know. Well, we, yeah, look, poor everyone. Poor yeah. each individual person at some time. Poor Courtney. Poor Courtney. Um, okay, so, <laughs> girlies, we're just going to have a quick little unpack debrief on the. First episode of the new season of Kardashian. Yeah, I'm the affirmative and you're the negative. <laughs> We've each selected a team yeah. to go into this debate. I don't I don't like identify as my team. Were you on the debating team at school? Yes. Yeah, as was I. Okay. Of great. course. Perfect. Um, what was your position? Um, I would float around. Yeah, okay. I excel at on-the-spot public speaking. Yeah. I'm I a great l- third speaker. I love to bring it home and just like <laughs> I love a rebuttal. I love when you're preparing for a rebuttal and yeah. you're like conferring over your notes like, oh, they just said this, they're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to rebut this. <laughs> the best. And Matt, like, Lord help us if we ever get in a proper fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm too emotional. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm trying to act with grace, but at the moment, I'm probably failing. You're really being tested. I'm really... As is Kimmy at the moment. Kimmy is really being tested. So I'm Team Kimmy. So as we know, the first episode opens with the most iconic piece of television I think that we have seen that has graced our screens. Thank God for Kimmy for the TV app of the year. Thank you, Kimmy. We needed some spice. We needed some heat. And Mary, did she bring it? I love that you also said Mary because Mary's back on Salt Lake City and she is bringing all of the judgmental spice. So, there we go. Okay, the argument for Courtney, please. I'm not team Courtney in real life. I don't need to get more disconnected from our audience, right? Okay, okay, everybody. I'm like a strong Kim, Chloe, Kris Jenner. I'm actually team Kris Jenner. Yeah. Everyone's team Chris in the end. But this phone call, I'm happy to play my debating role. Okay. You know, like... Well, (laughs) I'll open then, perhaps for team Kim. Okay, yeah. I believe that Kim is in the right in this argument. (laughs) I believe that Courtney is so annoying (laughs) and that for years she has just sat there and ridden the coattails of Kim's hard work and bitch, that... She works hard. The yeah. devil works, but Kim and Chris work harder. Yes. And Courtney has ridden that for years. She's ridden it into her millions, into, no, not quite billions. She's not there. She's definitely ridden it into the millions. And what has she ever contributed that is meaningful? Yes, I get that in seasons one through seven, it was a lot about- She contributed Scott Disick to the Scott world. Scott Disick. And that is- A true blessing. But, 
But that was actually not Courtney at the time. It was Scott being the fuckboy and adding to the drama. There would be no Scott if there was no Courtney, though. It's true. It's true. And, like, she's just contributed, what, this weird ick of a relationship with Travis. Mm -hmm. And, like, all these weddings, all this PDA, all all the ugly fashion, Mm -hmm. the goth rocker fashion Mm -hmm. that she's bringing to our screens. We're not here for it. Meanwhile, Kimmy's out here doing the Lord's work. (laughs) Not only is she saving people who are in jail, but she is also contributing (laughs) to my entertainment, to the fashion scene. Yeah. Like, she basically raised... a pumpkin enzyme mask. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Great. Skims skin. Um, Skims, great product. (laughs) Have you ever thought about a career in, like political campaigning (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay the only fault with your argument is you failed to address the argument itself (laughs) we're not talking about kim as a person versus chloe as a person we're talking about the phone call yes kim was out of line kim also failed to recognize courtney's point of view about her wedding which like i am stan on kim's dolce show yeah the world needed to see Kim with blonde hair in that dress. It was absolutely just the most beautiful Don't interrupt. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the crystal Kim necklaces. When Courtney was trying to explain, like, it's... When Kim's minimizing it to be, if it's about the clothes, like, I didn't pick any of your clothes. And even I'm going, no, Kim, it's about the fact that Dolce & Gabbana did that theme for her wedding. And that wedding. should be a once-in-a-lifetime moment for this family. Let Dolce & Gabbana go and commercialize it however they want. But, like, it is kind of upsetting when your sister then does a bigger version of your wedding with the same designer, with the same theme, and then doesn't even include any of your looks. Like, I would argue... There's no ode to Courtney's wedding dress. Because it was ugly! I know it was ugly, but come on, in no. the spirit of being a sister. If her wedding had it been nice... I can understand that argument. But the fact of the matter is, and I deal in fact, that the wedding was ugly. <laughs> okay, Gina. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a little bit mean. I will give her that. When she then just jumps straight and Kim doesn't miss a beat. This is why we love her, right? Like she is probably narcissistic because she's just living in her <laughs> world. She's like and that's why we have a group chat that's labeled not Courtney. So all of your friends can talk about how shit you are. Yes, as a girl from a family of three girls, mm. I have multiple chats that are without one member of the family in particular. And you have a nuclear family with like a mom and a dad. And sisters. <laughs> and sisters. Yeah, and but there's, there's got to be chats going on without like every other member of the family. Why? So that we can talk about like things. Them. Them. <laughs> Exclusively them. Things that are, yeah, like maybe not relevant to them or we want to talk about how annoying they're being. Like, it has to happen. So I empathize with Kim in that regard. I do think she, like, crossed the line when she got the kids involved. Don't talk about my children. Don't talk about my husband. It's Real Housewives 101. Yes. They need to get on to the other reality TV shows and learn. But Corny needs to get over this Dolce thing. Like, Kim did it better. Like, just, you know. That's heart-wrenching. Thank God we're never getting married. I know, poor Corny. <laughs> okay, so I sounds like I won. Um, no, I. I, I <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I'm, uh, 
I, I could put, I could edit this so that it replays Paul Courtney six times. You just saying it. I'm you gonna put you. it in now. You would, you dog. <laughs> Paul Courtney. <laughs> okay, Paul Courtney coming to a is near you. Um, I'm still Team Kim, and I won't change my mind. I do want to know about like family packing orders because I have a very strange family dynamic that like none of family stuff applies to me I grew up as an only child I have siblings we all love each other no one talks to each other no one sees each other we're so slack well they're like half siblings right yeah yeah they have families they have normal families yeah I'm the only one left in a non-normal family with my parents yeah yeah okay so what do you want to know ask me anything um well you are the eldest child Correct. So do you identify as like the parent figure of the siblings? Yeah. Big eldest child parental identity crisis. And you hate it. Well, look, would I would I give it up to be in another position? No. No, absolutely not because I'm a control <laughs> You're freak. so ingrained in you that you couldn't <laughs> let anyone else do it. I couldn't let anyone else do it. And so like when we're You wouldn't the- want to be the baby? Absolutely not. Wow. No, I gotta be I gotta be pulling the strings. Like I on like holidays am referred to by my family as the holiday cheer Meister. You like, are airport dad. I'm airport dad, except for the fact that I'm always late. So like that is my one weakness. But yeah, <laughs> I'm like coordinating. What are we eating? What are we doing? Where are we going? Is everyone having a good time? I'm just like constantly like tuning the dial, managing people's my, experiences. Yes, to make sure that everybody's having the best time possible. That. Feels like a lot. I come home and I fall in a heap. I'm exhausted. It's a it's a big job. You might be trying too hard because then you've got your middle child who, yeah, probably doesn't have all of the experience of being the parent, but has like good visibility of what's going on, and we'll just call it and be like, "This is what we're doing," and what needs to happen, and can often like cut through a lot of like the emotion that like maybe I would bring to the scenario, yes, and can just kind of stand in. And or replace me yeah. if needed. That's upsetting. Yes. But it's good to know that there's a backup waiting in the wings because otherwise we're all falling <laughs> apart, you know? My mum's the middle child. Yeah. I think she wishes she was the eldest. Yeah. Yeah. She identifies as an eldest. But also she doesn't live near her family. So that does... That's in- strong middle child energy though. Yeah. Middle children always move away. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom's the middle child she moved away my sister's the middle child she moved away it's you've the got her child move. Yeah, yeah you've got her yeah because i think seeing everything probably gets too much and you're like my am i gonna step in or am i gonna fuck off yeah yeah and then youngest children i think there are some youngest children that are like you guys are all nuts do you but i'm gonna just go like live life yeah admirable absolutely and I know that I'm a little bit nuts in these scenarios but someone's someone's got to be steering the ship you know (laughs) (laughs) no I don't I don't relate yeah it's definitely unhinged the family pecking orders I reckon like after thinking about it for this chat only child way to go have one kid Really? Have you never felt like you just wish that you had somebody to like whinge about your mum? The only thing an only child ever suffers from is loneliness. Yeah. (laughs) And like there are worse things. I've got TV. I've got books. When I was little, I had Barbies. Yeah. What more do I need? 
you can always convince your parent to go on at least two roller coasters before they tap out. And then they're like, do you want to go by yourself? No. Are you crazy? Me sit by myself on a thing with other people? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. And then like, it's cool when you have a sibling, when you have multiple siblings, because you've got different go-tos for different things. Yeah. But I can't imagine like, I was having a conversation the other day about how I've never lived with friends. Have you never had like housemates? No. Oh, in the UK, but that yeah. was a there brief were like thirty-five of them. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't know anyone's name. No, you've always pretty much like lived alone or with your mom or, or with, with a partner. With a, yeah, yeah. Because I need it to be like a very known place experience yeah I don't want any unknowns I don't want the fact that like you're having people over to rock my Friday by surprise a hundred I don't want your stuff in the kitchen and I can't like berate you the way that I can berate my family of mum or my partner be like why didn't you wash this this is disgusting like I'm nuts about those things yeah mind you I have dishes in the sink right now but I live by myself so it's fine. Yeah, when you have siblings in those scenarios, you're really you just you just gotta roll with it. Like your oh. only time the bathroom door is closed is if you're shitting. Otherwise <laughs> it's gotta be open because somebody's gotta go somewhere, some that everyone's getting ready at all times. There's stuff everywhere. I like, can't deal with the stuff. Yes, always stuff everywhere. Can I borrow that? Is that mine? Is that yours? I can't deal with finding over this. Well, I mean I have I, I like lend things out all the time now and that's stressful because I'm the lot I'm so awkward at being like hey you borrowed this seven weeks ago when am I getting it back I like still want it <laughs> it's okay yeah well this is like coming back to our do I hire do I share clothes for formal events thing right like it is great to be able to lend things out but when are you getting them back and like at any given moment, I've got like two grand worth of stuff out in the world. That's nuts. That is nuts. Yeah. 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 And you just got to kind of trust. This is a little bit how I feel with my hundreds of books that are in your house right now. Yeah. Well, you can take the bag of books home today with you. Actually, <laughs> that would be very helpful. <laughs> it is hard because I also forget things. I'm like, Forget completely that I own something. Maybe we should go into hiring just with an Excel spreadsheet and managing it ourselves. Yeah, managing the wardrobes. So you have or haven't done a spring clean of your wardrobe? Yes, I've done the spring clean of the wardrobe. The Facebook's done. The Facebook cull is done. There's been some good progress. Love. I think I've sold like 80% of my items. So Which good. feels really successful because in the past I've had a few little marketplace listings that have just sat and sat and not gone anywhere. I think you cracked the code with the photos too. Yeah, you got to take the photos wearing the clothes. You can't just do a flat lay or a And painting. that they're all in the same spot. You really, it's neat and tidy. All your listings are... Well, I actually had some girls buy multiple items and like follow my listings and say like, you've got great stuff. Oh, you're because starting a shop. I'm like potentially <laughs> starting a little side this is hustle. eBay was a thing. Yeah, of a shop. So the wardrobe, the main wardrobe cleanse is done. I still need to do my second wardrobe mm. and sort of cleanse that because Lord knows what's in there. It's a mixture of like winter stuff, old formal stuff, drag stuff. I think the rule shoes. for that is like 
you get rid of stuff that's trash. Yeah. But there are novelty things don't get rid of. I once got rid of a sequin mini skirt thinking like, oh my gosh, when am I ever going to wear this? All the time. If I had it, I would be bringing that out once a year. Yeah. And so I think I may do some tub storage and move that into the garage just with some of this, but like clearly labeled. Itemized. Itemized stuff. Because I don't need it on the daily. It can no. go in the garage. But sometimes you do want to go shopping. Like I'm going shopping in my wardrobe this weekend. Yeah. And I want something that's like five plus years old yeah. to wear. You do often love to bring out like a vintage 2015 Saba number and wear love. it with a fun shoe. Okay, like... <laughs> no, that might be a poor example. <laughs> I love a Saba blazer still from 2015. Um, I do love to bring out like an old top. Yeah. Sleeves off the shoulder, something that's like, they're not making that now. That's yeah. clearly not a seasonal style. Like, a bit, of a, like a bit of a wrap, a bit of love a, a loose on. <laughs> love, <laughs> love a puff sleeve. Yeah, a soft puff. Yes. So shopping the new wardrobe, shopping the old wardrobe. Shopping the oldest parts of your wardrobe. Yes. I've been doing that a bit recently too. And like it's kind of what spiked this need to go and do the big cull. But I've realized I've got some holes, things I need to fill. So I'm trying to get on top of that because I do this thing where I don't shop. Then I shop a lot. I don't buy things that I actually need. And no. then I'm kind of like in this guilt-shame spiral. Yes. As we know. Like I was feeling a little bit guilty after my big blowout last week. But all good items, ultimately I don't feel that but bad But you about still it. have holes of what you need. I still have holes of what bummer. I need. Bummer. Yeah, bummer. Like did I need another tan blazer when I have already like seven? No, but I love it. I need one. Yeah. Um. So I need to actually make a list and I want to maybe get some inspo, you know, get on the old Pinterest. Uh, I don't know if we're still Pinteresting. What's that girl that is like inspo of just how I would like my wardrobe to look on me? It's probably very similar, but it just doesn't work. Pepper? I don't know who that is. Let me find her. All right. Show you me. Talking. Show me. So, yeah, I feel like I'm going to need to potentially refresh just some basics. And Petra. Oh, Petra. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, she has great style. I have that top. I know. Okay, stun hunt. But just like very much like Kendall, jeans always, jeans, yeah. blazer. And the trick to this sort of styling, right, is that all her pieces look like they fit her well. They're tailored. They're all tailored. They're high quality. There's nothing in there that's a print or that's very seasonal. Like... This could be from last year. It could be from next year. You know, this image will post it. It's so stunning. Oof. Um, that's really what I need to get into the game of thinking about. So mm-hmm. do I need new denim? Do I need new singlets? Do I need a few new little summer lunch numbers? Mm-hmm. The answer is probably a yes to all of these. Probably. And then starting to chip away in the end of year sales, which will be here thick and fast, you know. There is some good deals with the end of US summer still around and like Outnet's gone extra 30, 40, 50%, which is great. Yeah, summer prep. Haven't thought about it. I know. I'm pretty good at summer. I struggle the most with prepping for winter. I struggle the most with like big investment purchases like new coats, new boots, 
yeah. the new perfect pants. Like I struggle to find them. And by the time I find them, it's warm again here. And I'm like, uh, I'll wait till next year. And I'm in this perpetual low. You did buy loafers this year though, which I was so proud of. I did buy loafers. I'm wearing them, getting about. Yeah. Probably not till next year. But I did get like three wears out of them before they. I actually think a loafer can be like an all year shoe. It can be, but my feet get so hot. I like to have my toes out. Yeah. You know this. A slide. I might wear them to the cinemas with you. Okay. With a sock so they can just slip off. Yeah. Well, you know, this new little suit I bought looked super cute with the loafer in the store. So now I'm still back on the market for a loafer. Love. I know. End of the month, new season Dior is coming out. So that could be me. (laughs) What else do you do you like spring clean? Oh, I need to definitely spring clean my bathroom because I was sifting through my makeup bag the other day and there's stuff in there that's most definitely empty, like mascara that's so flaky, so dry, which I have now replaced. Big A plus check in the box for me. throw away the old one? No, it's still in my makeup bag. Oh, gosh. But I intend to throw it away. There's like empty serums. There's like face masks that like there's just the little scraps left that I'm not going to use. Just get rid of it. So I get out, get out, leave right now. Okay. My bathroom, (laughs) I have a double shaving cabinet that's filled with my stuff, like six shelves filled with my shit. I've seen an Instagram post of it. Wait, well, what are they called? Shelfies. Shelfie. Yeah. (laughs) That's very like into the gloss 2017 of me, isn't it? I'm stunned. Um, so then we have four drawers in the bathroom. Nah. Of those, one is for teeth and dental hygiene which is shared Mm. one belongs to boyfriend and then i have the other two Mm -hmm. mine are so packed that i cannot open the drawer so what use is that shit to me i don't have this experience no i don't do spring as a thing um i definitely throw things out when it hits me, it must be like a little when the urge, yeah, like a little when ADHD nature calls. thing, yeah, like I'm ooh, I'm compulsively cleaning my bathroom today, and that happens like every quarter, probably. Yeah. So I'm seeing something that's been irking me, like I've got samples and they get in the way of my products, oh, and so, so they samples. fall over or whatever, those little sachets, and I'll see them, and someday I'll get to the point. And I'll throw and then I'll check for everything that's empty or nearly empty or like, oh, I really shouldn't be using this mascara. Yeah. It all goes. I don't even make a list of what needs to be replaced, which I'm always out of something. It's just got to go. Same with the kitchen. I'm a terror in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, em- I'm throwing out everything in the fridge. If I see one thing that's off, the probably the whole fridge is gone. <laughs> the whole fridge is off. I've even- just thrown out my whole freezer because I feel like it stopped freezing at some point. So everything's gone in the bin. Everything had to go. Everything's in the bin. Right. Even Not wastefully, like I'm eating my food. Yeah. But from time to time, I don't know how old these chips in the freezer are. I can confirm there's not a lot in there. So there wasn't a lot There's a hummus now. I did go get a hummus. Oh, brother, you're welcome. (laughs) You can have some. Yeah, no, like definitely good to do the kitchen. And boyfriend does the kitchen. Like that's his department. Yeah, good. He cleanses that regularly. And then I'll hole once in a blue fucking moon like last weekend you know i was thinking to myself i'd really like to make some sort of healthy banana protein muffin i don't know who i fucking (laughs) thought i was Susie homemaker or something and i went to make a Susie homemaker banana protein muffin and i had no muffin pans like the one that i had was 
disgusting. Burn out. <laughs> and, like, it had to go. So, yeah. You can take one of mine. Thank you. I have two. That's so kind. Maybe I'll make us some muffins. Okay. <laughs> but when the whim hits me, like, yeah, it's... The most devastating thing is when you have a craving for something and you do go into your pantry and I'm like, ooh, okay, I'll make this, like, flour. And then the flour has an expiry date and it's old. You're like... Uh-oh. Okay, did you grow up in a household where your pantry items were usually in date or usually out of date? Like, what was the majority? Like, everybody knows and loves Jaybird. Yeah. So we're not trying to shame her. Well, no, we but love each other. she Janet. actively buys things that are at their end of life for a deal. So she's drinking milk that's seen its best before. <laughs> she says, it's, a, it's not used by, it's best before. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it says used by. <laughs> she went, remember when she once ate those sausages? Nah, I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like a week old, bro. She's fine. She has... Guts of steel. She's so healthy. Yeah. So she's got all the bacteria. They're coexisting. They're doing the right thing for her. My dad, though, he... I don't know. He's, like, not really a maternal, paternal figure. So he's not cooking. I once went to make myself toast at his house, and his Vegemite was from 1974. Wow. And he was like, I think it's still good. Like, it's preserved. And... (laughs) <laughs> there's this there's this myth that like parents like to tell that everything's is, preserved it's preserved oh no that doesn't go off cans don't go off the cans been there since before i was born bruh the cans survived two world wars it's been off it's it's been off if you if you been off you don't gotta get off <laughs> just disgusting and so every time I go to my parents house you know what I do and like I love you mom and dad if you're listening to this but I go into their pantry and I'll pick out at least three items to just put in the bin because they need to be there and it's usually like a can of beans a jar of honey saving lives which is solidified oh when it crystallizes when it it doesn't go up I'm like it's a rock. It's a literal rock. Like, if I'm going to make honey on toast, I'm not using it. No. And the taste does change once it crystallizes. Yeah. Or like a Master Foods, like a spice or a sachet. No. Nah. They go off. When you see an onion powder, you can't shake. And that what? happens unnecessarily quickly. You know, like, it's unfair. The onion powder always clumps yeah they're really like they're just susceptible to water just bin. yeah no it's no good so i just i've got to stay on top of it i got to stay very thorough with the pantry and maybe this is why now later in life i just don't entertain the kitchen as my department at all because yeah trauma yeah well you were doing like eldest child behaviors again work. yeah the yeah. lord's work <laughs> i will say like there are things that i'm bad at i'm good at replacing my toothbrush head well like I'm so glad for you, but like everybody should replace their toothbrush. Everybody's not. I put a poll out, an honest poll with a reward for being honest. People aren't. I've seen some whack toothbrushes. I've seen some toothbrushes that their little fins are facing every direction. They're completely flat. I'm like, what are they doing? Just scratching the inside of your lip? (laughs) I curved it back around. (laughs) <laughs> They're like moustaches for the brush. No, or like when the sometimes they have the little rubber bits in them, and they like are supposed to floss. Yeah, those fall out. Do they? In your I've mouth? I've never seen that. Yeah, they I've... fall out, and they'll be like patches. But you have to scrutinize the toothbrush head because I think that the dye that indicates when they're ready to be replaced 
<laughs> is not an accurate representation of when they're ready to be replaced. As soon as it starts to fray, it's got to go. Yeah, but the, my toothbrushes don't fray. And I'm, I'm a, a delicate firm brusher. Bru- I'm a yeah, firm brusher. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. That's no good. I don't really get in there. You're meant to just like let it vibrate on your teeth. <laughs> Swirl and vibrate. I have picked up a new dental hygiene habit though for spring. Okay. Okay. Um, Where are you going with this? I'm tongue scraping. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't realize that everybody else was doing this. And I think I've solved the problem as to why. Not everybody else is doing it. And you've not picked it up. I picked it up <laughs> and gave it to you as a new habit. She's so jealous of my. I'm so petty about <laughs> when I find something first. Well, you should bring it to the girlie's attention. Put it on the dock doll. Yeah, why didn't I mention the tongue scraping? I mean, I've obviously seen the tongue scraper in your bathroom maybe subconsciously being influenced by it. You and I have talked about it. Yeah, so I've, up until last <laughs> yeah. week was just waking up with like this putrid like morning breath. No one's even aware of how much stuff is on their tongue until they start scraping, right? Like you're like, my breath is gross, but my mouth is fine. My teeth are clean, so my mouth must be... <laughs> Frickety fresh. It is not. I've been doing the scraping and like it's just sick. The amount of. It's like mucus. It's snot. It's disgusting. Isn't it like snotty? It's so bad. Yeah. I don't understand. But just doing it once a day for the last week, my breath has never been better. Wow. And I'm waking up in the morning like I could lie in bed for five minutes without racing to brush my teeth, which as we know, I have a real problem with. Are you scraping in the morning? Or at night. I'm scraping at night. You meant to scrape in the morning. Oh, am I doing it wrong? <laughs> I think you can do both. Well, maybe I'll introduce it twice a day. Mm. Yeah. Um, I got new pillows. How often are you replacing your pillows? I feel like I should bring this to your attention. This is this is an area of weakness. I am so attached to my pillow. It's one of those ones that has like a little groove and then a big groove. And my head and shoulder just head and shoulders oh, <laughs> just rest so peacefully in it on my side and I can't find a new one because we looked at um the department stores yeah they didn't have any shaped pillows well I went to a pillow store like pillow talk or whatever and I actually <laughs> tried like 17 different pillows before I found <laughs> the one so maybe we'll go on a specialist pillow shopping trip for you because you're supposed How- to do it like 18 months like you're not supposed to leave them I'm probably at like off. three years that's fair. But it doesn't look gross and it has a washable cover underneath my pillowcase. Okay, so maybe it's fine. Well, I still think it's probably not. Do you know what really, really gives me the ick? When you're staying at someone's house and the pillow that they offer you, you, you see them go and put a fresh pillowcase on there because like, let me just make up the bed for you. <laughs> and the pillow is brown town. No, that's just, <laughs> that's atrocious. Or like has mold specs. Like, do you want well, me to die tonight well, at your house? <laughs> that is what kind of weird horror movie is this? Illegal. I'm going to die from inhaling spores of molds. <laughs> what a unique and sad, pathetic way to kill me. Yeah, what a great friend. Oh. Yeah. No. So I do probably need a new pillow. We've, I grew up in like a double, triple pillowcase household. Like you pillowcase one way, then you pillowcase the other way. There are no stains going on any of Janet's pillows. Yeah. Keep them fresh. And she always has like one of those linen cupboards just filled with new stuff that she's hoarding. Yeah. That she got on a deal. For a rainy day. Pillows. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. Ready to go. Good on her. I could do that. I, I barely have like, enough toilet paper ever. I'm like, oh, last roll, better go to the shops. I hate to run out. 
<laughs> Any other habits you got going on? <clears throat> um, what are you trying to do for spring? Anything you wish you were doing? Uh, no. No, you're probably working out more, eating less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living life. But you're doing your at-home workouts, aren't you? I do my at-home workouts. I still go to Liberty, but when I teach a lot and it's now daylight savings, I'm just finding like I ha- I have to adjust to daylight savings because my work schedule becomes part Sydney's time, part Brisbane time, and yeah. every day is different. It's tricky when that becomes. It's only an hours. hour, but I'm not getting that hour back at the end of the day. So then I'm zonked. Yeah, exactly right. You just got to do what's going to work in with your sketch. And if you can do the home workouts a couple times a week, that's fab. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I'm back on my, I'm on my bullshit at the moment. I'm on my running. Yeah. I'm on my Pilates. Yeah. I have picked up a new one though. I don't know where I'm finding the time. I'm really just like my five to nine before my nine to five. Yuck. <laughs> Ew. Um, doing PT. Oh, love. So I've picked that up. The thing that's different this time, because I've done PT in the past and, you know, I've had like mixed experiences and like a mixed relationship with it as well, because often it can be quite intense, the old PT dynamic. There are some punishing PTs. Like punishing they, PT. They're, they're judgy. Their yep. expectations are too high. Yeah. Oh, they mean well, but then like they focus in too much, especially on the food and like they want you to log... Everything in fucking my fitness pal, like take photos of what you're eating. I'm like, bro, I can't be doing that. No one can be doing that. No one can be doing. It. I'm not trying to like. We're the last people that could be doing that. You think I don't have enough issues? Like I'm not trying to like pay you to give me. Another I need to one. be able to eat half a chicken burger and have a mimosa for lunch, like today. Yeah, and like I will have half a block of dairy milk later, and I don't want to hear about it. I think that's fine. Yeah. So we're doing the PT. And the thing that's different is I'm doing it two on one. So my friend and I, friend of the pod, and I are doing the PT together. Yeah. So it's less intense. Yeah. We're doing, it's like a small group. It's a, the vibes are high. You don't feel that like intense scrutiny of somebody like staring at you, like asking you 80,000 questions. It's just a lot more kind of fun and low key in the small setting, but still with enough attention so that you're not doing the wrong thing, not hurting yourself. Love that. And do weights. I feel like sometimes when you want to do weights, it's nice to have someone like escort you around the premises. It can be kind of weird setting up a weight by yourself at the gym. Totally. This morning she had me on like this barbell that had like 20 kilo plates on it doing some sort of sumo dead squat lift thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I could never. I could literally never. Never set that up. I have, but I don't know how. No, I'm like, give me those little four kilo baby weights, like the I'm free doing a bicep ones. curl in front of the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm maybe getting on like the chest press, like, you know, the fixed machine. That's just no, there. I you hate just those. Move the pin. I hate those. <laughs> I hate the chest one. I love some of the machines. Do you like a lat pull down? Um, I prefer a seated row. Okay. A lat pull down. Ugh. Yeah, not into it. Yuck. Not into it. Anyway, so what Gym Girl is now, like actual barbell squat sumo deadlifting gym girlies thriving thriving all right everyone go find your thing yeah yeah if this is just a little i don't know is it like a memo is it a reminder like great time to like get psa yeah spring has sprung step into fitness first for a 13 dollar a week membership deal 
it's a good time to come out of like rat <laughs> rat girl hibernation. Yeah. And start to just like eval your life. Like what's got to go? Is it an old boyfriend? Is yes. it an old toothbrush? Yes. Is it an old pillow? Yes. Is it all of the above? Then you'll just feel infinitely better after you do a little bit of freshening. Is it your fake nails? Yeah. No, I'm currently sitting here with four out of ten fake nails left on because I was soaking them earlier to get them off. Um, look, they looked great. They held up well. They're great. But I am ready for round two. Ready for round two. Ready for a fresh sad. Mm. You've got like two minutes to do Rex before I drop dead. Okay, super quick Rex. I've been trying to find a new lightweight, medium, sort of easy breezy foundation skin tint. And -hmm. I've tried two this week. One that I really liked and one that I thought was okay. Um, the one that I really liked actually was the Hourglass Skin Tint, the new one. Everyone's mm. been like, oh, Hailey Bieber is using it. But it's actually great. I've yeah. got some little samples. I've been using it at home and it's really, really pretty, really hydrating. It doesn't, it's not going to give you a 12-hour wear, dolls. But if you want to just look feel fresh, it's great. I think that's where people are going wrong with the skin tint, thinking that it's going to be a... Well, yeah, an Estee Lauder. It's not. It's not. It's not. And the other one that I tried was the Shiseido Revitalescence Foundation, which again is like a hydrating serum, skincare-based, lightweight, skin tint foundation hybrid. Welcome to the club. Yeah, no. Thank you for having me. Thank you for influencing me. I'm going to start giving you like the due credit that you deserve now. (laughs) This has been a really like bitchy episode today. I don't know if it was the mimosa at lunch or like what's causing this. Um, That is also nice, but I would say that it's not enough to be a foundation Mm. and it's not doing the super glowy, beautiful belly there that the hourglass is. So Mm. that's my hot wreck. If you want to check out the hourglass skin tin, I think like as all Mecca products are at the moment, most shades are out of stock. Oh, they are Oof. going through it. They are struggling. Did you get the email? Like the apology email? Yeah, like we're so sorry. But yes, yeah, still my products are not in stock. But like our warehouse thing is a problem. And let us know if your order doesn't get shipped within five days. I'm like, this is not helpful. <laughs> I know. This, I want my order today. I, I didn't did, get my beauty loop. Didn't you? I want to try the sunscreen. That's your other rec from last week, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girlies, if you um want to try that sunscreen, I mentioned the Mecca Cosmetica serum one, which is so pretty. It's in the level three beauty loop box at the moment. I, need I don't to know. Go, that's probably like, helpful to like 30% of the population, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any any hot recs from you, doll? Mm, was tongue scraping. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to my attention. Um, all right, we'll leave it there. We'll catch you later, girlies. Love you. Bye. See you. are a trendsetter and I don't want you to feel bad that like I get all the recognition for your trends. <laughs> you just need to
need to like be more proactive about bringing them to the pod. It's because I forget. I'm like yeah. living life. I am Courtney. Yeah, you're just fucking living <laughs> life, and I'm out here just like creating group chats <laughs> called Not Courtney. You're out here pushing things on social media, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I do that. Let's start like the it's pod. Cool. Okay.